1: Okay, for for that, um, we actually, it's kind of a a simple like hypnosis, but you can you can also mm-hmm. do it yourself, you know. Um, NLP also we we do it spatially, meaning um, we walk. I mean, it was physically walking, so you have a timeline, and if, if you're at home, <laughs> maybe you can try to do this. Set up a place. um, put a round thing in it or like put a a chair and then Mm -hmm. go there. But when you go there, you don't leave yourself. You just think as yourself. You go back slowly. You walk towards because physically it brings you there and um, it helps. It helps spatially. So you go back there and you look at it from a third person's point of view. So not as you then. So what happened for example for me was I, I had I had a, a moment where I felt like my mom left me with um family where apparently me as a child I felt abandoned like wh- where are you going why are you not taking me but then when I saw my when I saw that scene as myself I realized that 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 my mom was actually going to work she was actually going somewhere where you know, she can she can help us and she can provide for us. But as a child, I didn't know that. Yes. But when you look at it from a third person's point of view, then you change your story. You're able to change your story. And
0: many people define stagnation as not producing. Or being at a standstill I get it However, I would like to add a little weight To the definition And say that I may Be producing I may be moving However, my production and my movements Are disrespectful To the purpose That's inside of me To the greatness that's inside of me If that's going on That's stagnation as well and that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion after that Forward slash transformation. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most defining moments. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. Of course, I am the host of the What Now Podcast. I am also your trusted voice of transformation. I teach individuals how to revolutionize their lives through Purpose Identification and Execution. Now, if you've listened to the show before, you already know where I'm about to go. Listen, before we get started, we want to take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. One more time, breathe in, hold it, breathe out. Now, if you were able to do that simple exercise with us, that means, number one, that there is purpose remaining in your life. Why? Because breath remains in your body, and as long as breath remains in your body, purpose yet remains. All right. And then number two, you have taken the energy that you have devoted towards the past, and the enemy, the enemy, <laughs> the energy that you have linked up with your future. And you have brought them together with the present. And now because you are present, you can take advantage of every tool, technique, and strategy that is given from this conversation. Apply it to your life and begin to see the desired transformation take place in You. That's right. Take place in you. If you have not subscribed to our podcast, I encourage you to do so right now. Matter of fact, what are you waiting for? You can subscribe on your favorite listening platform. That's the awesome thing about podcasting is. It accommodates you by de- you deciding where you want to listen. We are available on YouTube. There's multiple platforms. We're available uh, with the audio version of this uh, podcast. So I encourage you, visit www.thewhatnowpodcast.me. And if you're listening, you've already visited in one way, shape, or another. But my question is, are you subscribed? My question is, have you left us a five-star rating? My question is, have you written a review? And listen, i tell you the truth. I want an honest review I don't want you to feel as if you have to lie about it if you feel this podcast is trash I want you to tell me it's trash now I know it's not trash but I want you to tell me if you feel it is but don't stop there I want you to tell me why you think it is trash and how you feel we can improve improve this podcast but I know it's not trash I know that it is doing everything that I have set for it to do and even more. And I'm excited. We're coming in on closing out season three, We're going to go into season four. We're almost at our 100th episode. Y'all, this is crazy. When I started this podcast, I did not see it doing what it's doing now. As a matter of fact, I didn't even want to start it. My therapist was the one that suggested that I start it. I started it because I had writer's block, and now it has evolved and developed into what it is today. And guess what, y'all? We're just getting started. We are just getting started. Now, tonight I have, and you're going to say you always say this, and I'm going to say it again, y'all. We have another amazing guest. Her name is Valerie Fisher, I'm sorry, Valerie Fisher, she's going to share her story with us, and I'm telling you now, if you listen from a place of openness openness, and listen from a place of willing to remember, I promise you that when you leave, you will leave with the necessary revelation that you were seeking, all right? So without further ado, help me welcome Miss Valerie Fisher to the show.
1: Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, because I'm here right now in the Philippines, so it's morning for me here. Hello, everyone.
0: Yes, yes, and we thank you for joining us from the Philippines. And God, as she said, it's morning, and guess what time it is for me? It is about 10.30 PM for me. So I just love, you know, how the world is that we can be in two different locations and we still can be having the same conversation on two different days. (laughs) <laughs> it's basically on two different days, you know, so I just love that because if you know me, you listen to the show, you understand that I tell us all the time that sometimes we allow ourselves to be trapped in time, so today, I encourage you not to be allowed not to allow yourself to be trapped in time because we're operating in two different time zones and on two different sides of the world, all right, so the possibilities are endless. So, Valerie, we like to start the show with an icebreaker question, okay? Okay. And I think I'm going to ask you my favorite icebreaker question. Uh- <laughs> this is my favorite one. This is my go to. I probably ask this more than any other icebreaker question. And that question is if you could have any superpower, what would that superpower be and why?
1: To heal. Oh, wow, wow. To heal people, to heal myself, and and to heal people. Um, You know, because really, our bodies are meant to heal. But it takes a long time sometimes, and sometimes you see the thing that heals on the outside, but not on the inside. So I would like the superpower to heal both the inside and the outside. Because the traumas that we have inside, sometimes... You know, it. we bring it with us throughout our lives. And um, for some people, it makes them stronger when they know how to use that wound, that scar. But some people get really affected that they believe that the scar is with them forever. And um, for me, you know, you have to use it as a um as something something good some a learning experience so maybe i think um you said earlier you don't really know what to ask and so and and i think yeah. that this is a you know a, a good question i wasn't expecting but immediately i thought about healing
0: i love it i love it healing <laughs> is one of my favorite topics to talk about. I am very, 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 very passionate about healing because I personally believe that a lot of times we are healed and don't realize that we are healed. But what has happened is we're looking at the scar from the place where whatever happened from, we're still looking at that scar as a punishment. We don't see the beauty of the scar. We don't see that that scar could represent our, our surviving. That scar could represent our strength. That scar could represent us overcoming. So I love, love, love to talk about healing. And I'm going to tell you why I asked that question. I always ask that question because I have found that 99.999997% of the time that we answer that question based off of what we're passionate about in life and what it is that we actually do in life. And I promise you that throughout this conversation, I'm going to find areas in your life where you where you show up as a healer and where you have experienced your own healing within yourself. So I love that. That was a great way to get started. As you can see, I'm excited about it. <laughs> yes, I love it because like I said, I operate from the from the consciousness of that we are healed, we just haven't become aware of it, but the right conversations help us become aware of the reality that, yes, we are healed and we're able to begin to walk in and own that healing in our lives. So... Yeah. Before we dive into the conversation, and as I said, I can already tell this is going to be a great conversation for where we started. I want to give you the opportunity to share with our listening audience a little bit about yourself. You can go as far back as you would like to go to how you got to where you are now.
1: Okay. Since we started with healing, and um, that's what really popped into my head when you you asked that question. Um, I grew up poor. You know, we grew up poor and, um, my mom died when I was 15 years old. And so I had to go through life from, from the time that I was, I was young to when my mom, um, passed away. And then, um, uh, in 2012, my then boyfriend, um, also was, he well he was murdered in a in a in a convenience store robbery it was me going through several um healing processes um so um that's why maybe i answered that way because at the back of my of my mind it was it was you know that that experience that led me here and um actually what i do now is i'm a i'm a trainer and i'm a coach consultant the trainer part is really the more the more empowering part you know the it it's i i train teams but the coach consulting part i involve um people's feelings and emotions i help them um go through what they went through in the past who they are now and also vision what they want in the future because I think that, that that what helped me in my life when growing up poor, losing my mom, um, losing my, my boyfriend at the time was visioning, you know, visioning a life that I really wanted. Um my dad used to um joke with me or tease me that I'm I'm very ambitious, uh to the point of too ambitious. Because you know, when you're when you're poor or what growing up poor, sometimes you don't allow yourself to to think of a future outside of where you are but that's what helped me I I imagined a future with um even like after my mom you know even even now it still hurts but um I imagined myself as um like my mom to help my my sis my sister my brother and then even after my, my boyfriend passed away, I imagined a future where I will be happy again, where I will find love again. And, you know, that's what gave me strength. And that's what I want to share also with um with other people in, in different forms, in different parts of my life, with friends, with family. And I think that's also why I... Um, became a neuro-linguistic programming uh, practitioner um, because part of what I do is um, I help we help people deal with trauma, deal with anxiety, deal with things in their past. Um, one of my best breakthroughs when I um, got certified for as an NLP practitioner was when we did the timeline. The timeline is uh when um you are guided, so you are yourself now you are guided to go to your past, deal with past issues as yourself now, and then go towards the future, knowing what you know you knowing what you know now. Forgiving who you had to who you had to forgive then and and bringing all of those resources into the future with you to get to your best self and that's part of what I help people with um, as a person because I do um, I also do but this is this is actually more pro bono the the coaching for friends and family, but that's what also part of what I do for entrepreneurs um, getting them into that mindset. And using that mindset for them and for us, I guide us. Uh, um, I guide them to create strategies and tactics for their own businesses. So um, I think that that's, you know, that's a little bit. Although that's a a long version of, of who I am and and uh, what I do and what I've been through.
0: That was great. That was great. Now you you have been hitting. Uh... Keywords for me, or triggers, or buzzwords, like the whole time. And I've been sitting over here trying to keep myself composed. But here's where I want to start. Here's what I want to start. You talked about guiding. You talked about guiding, and you said something that was so profound. And and I think that it's profound to me because it's so simple that sometimes we miss it. And I'm telling you, simplicity will help us break through because sometimes we try to complicate everything. You said, uh, you were talking about guiding and you said how you guide people back to the past to deal with things as they are today. Yes. As they are. That is so profound to me because I always tell individuals that many times we get stuck in the past because we're going back to the past and still addressing the past from where we were. Yeah. And it's it's very important that we learn how to, when we're looking for the closure and we're looking to, to move on and we're looking to learn and gain from the experiences of our past, because that, one of the things that I've learned is that everything that happens, happens for a reason. It happens in its timing and it's all connected to who we are, the essence of who we are. And yeah. if you change one event in our past, that completely alters the trajectory of our lives so i love how you talked about going back now can can you talk about that just just for a minute how someone can go back and deal with their past from who they are now versus going back and dealing with it from who they were then
1: okay for for that um we actually it's kind of a a simple like hypnosis but you can you can also Mm -hmm. do it yourself you know um, NLP also we we do it spatially, meaning um, we walk. As I mean, it was physically walking. So you have a timeline, and if, mm-hmm. if you're at home, <laughs> maybe you can try to do this: set up a place, a, a, um, put a round thing in it, or like a, put a, a chair, and then mm-hmm. go there. But when you go there, you don't leave yourself. You just think as yourself. You go back slowly. You walk towards because physically it brings you there. And um, it helps. It helps spatially. So you go back there and you look at it from a third person's point of view. So not as you then. So what happened, for example, for me was I, I had, I had a, a moment where I felt like my mom left me with um, family. Where apparently me as a child, I felt abandoned. Like wh- where are you going? Why are you not taking me? But then when I saw my when I saw that scene as myself, I realized that 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 my mom was actually going to work. She was actually going somewhere where, you know, she can she can help us and she can provide for us. But as a child, I didn't know that. But when you look at it from a third person's point of view, then you change your story. You're able to change your story. And that's what's important about, um, about now. Um, even with like this pandemic, there are stories that we tell ourselves all the time that, that are not really true, but it is in how you were programmed. That was my programming because of my experience and my memory. And my memory is not one hundred percent real. <laughs> I was a yes. child. I was three years yes. old. <laughs> yes. So when I saw that, you know, I forgave whoever there, who was there, and I, um, I thanked the family, my relatives who accepted me at that time, and I, and I moved back. I, I forgave my mom. I forgave my the little girl. And I told her, "You know what? um you're you're gonna you're gonna do good. <laughs> you're gonna be a great person. So um you can cry, but I want you to know that the person you will be is a good person, and then you take that back with you now that you know, and then you move forward with your child, the the one you forgave, the the person who you thanked in you with you and then you move forward and then you think 5 years from now 10 years from now who do you want to see what do you want to be um where will you be and you have so much resources now with you because you you have all of these and it's not just you know just you with the things that you know now um so that's actually how that's actually how we how we do it it's better if you do it spatially like you can really walk around the house and um of course I mean neuro linguistic programming practitioners will help guide you um to, to do this.
0: And I also like how you talked about it being a slow walk because I think that sometimes what happens is we try to rush everything. We want everything to happen like overnight, not realizing these were years and years and years of experiences that we had. And sometimes we need to slow it down a little bit so we don't miss some of the details that help connect some of the things. So I love that. I love it. And I I think I'm really excited because- I have an identity strategist that he he helps you uh, connect with the core of your identity and how it relates to your business. Well, one of the things that he does is called a storyboard. And where you have to go back and visit your past, you know, all three stages, you know, in your future. And I just actually got off a session with him. So that's why I'm really excited about this. It's like, It's like, wait a minute, this conversation has followed me. Like, really, though, because I was in the session and I realized in this session that there were some successes that I had that I had forgotten all about. You know, I forgot about some of the accomplishments I had over life because I I was programmed with so much negativity related to my past that I forgot about all about those different things and I, going back helped me remember some of those successes and I, that's why I got really excited when you started talking about that. So <laughs> now here here's what I like to play. There's a game I like to play it's called word association. I laugh because You said some of the words that I'm about to throw out here at you. Okay. And I'm going to give you the word. I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. You can give me one word, a one word response. You can elaborate on the word, however you want to do it. Now I never get through this game, but I'm going to try to get through this game because it always takes the conversation (laughs) to the next level. Okay. So Here's here's the first word, and you actually use this word, and this word is empower, empower.
1: For uh, the first word that comes to my mind is you.
0: Mm. Okay, <laughs> you. okay,
1: it's really within you.
0: Yes, yes. So that yes, uh, yes. The,
1: the empowerment, people can just guide you and teach you and mentor you, but it's really within you. It's the acceptance of who you are and what you can be. And that is empowerment for me. It doesn't come from anywhere else. It's really within you.
0: Yep. I tell anybody, any coach that's worth their salt always leads you back to you. Always leads you back to you. Absolutely. So the second word is, and this is a word that a lot of people are searching for they're trying to gain an understanding of it and they 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 just seem sometimes to be so much cloudiness and confusion around it but the word is purpose
1: uh for me courage Mm. the word um because um when i when i when I read the book by simon sinek um start with why i i all yeah. i really you know it took me a year <laughs> to come up with that, and my purpose is to inspire courage to to create change so courage for me is my pur- it's it's my purpose to give people courage to do the things that they are meant to do in this world. You know, you just need sometimes um, a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of guidance, a little bit of direction. But I think that that's what people need, courage. Absolutely.
0: It takes courage to go against the norm. Yeah. Especially when you know you're you're feeling I'm I'm called and created to do this thing and it just doesn't seem to make sense and it goes against what I've been doing for all these years and everybody knows me for this one thing it takes courage to really step out and do that. That is so true. Now here's my favorite word in the world and that is transformation.
1: Transformation is action for me. Um Again, it goes back to you, whatever you learn, whatever education, information that you take from different people, from your experiences, your background. If you don't act on it, if you don't put action to it, there will be no transformation. Uh, You have to do something. You have to to make the first move and you have to be consistent. It takes action before you can actually have transformation
0: good 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 so the next word is visualization
1: yes visualization is um your best self your best self and you have to be specific um in your in your other podcasts uh episodes you say you you say you talk about um going back to our past and you know remembering what we used to be the hurts and the pains etc but we rarely look at our future, we dream, mm-hmm. yes, but we're not specific. Mm-hmm. We're not specific. So when you dream of, about, you, you visualize your best self in the future, there has to be an accompanying visual. There has to be an accompanying audio. What does it sound like? Is there a beach nearby? Are there birds chirping? There's a feeling. Do you feel sand on your feet? Do you hear something? What does it taste like? So visualization um, has to be specific and you look at, look towards your best self, look towards your best self, not at a, um, you know, a worse future. You have to look at your best self. It's not even a better self. Like, what do you aim to be? Who do you want to be? So that for me is uh, visualization.
0: Awesome. Now I see why you went to healing. I I see exactly why you went to healing. (laughs) It is so, I just understand it so much why you went to healing. Now, I want to ask you, in your practice, do you find that a lot of the physical needs for healing can be tied to things that are either emotional or psychological that are connected towards the past?
1: Um, yes. Um, for me personally, I experienced this because, um, I was in the corporate world for uh, 18 years. The last two years, the last two years of it, I was struggling. I had asthma, I had allergies, I had, um, uh, pneumonia, (laughs) but I was still working. Even Saturdays, I was working really, you know, um, 12, 14 hours every day and, then I did this certification, and one of the exercises we did was we talked to our subconscious, our unconscious. And um, you can actually ask your unconscious um, for signals if it's a if you have a big decision to make that your unconscious can tell you yes or a no. And um, my guide or my mentor was, you know, we were we were trying to find this out. And when I asked my unconscious For my, um, no signal, it hurts so bad. Um, I, I was like pushed forward by the hurt from my back and I was actually experiencing pneumonia because my unconscious was telling me to stop already. It was manifesting in what I was feeling. So yes, um, these, um, Symptoms sometimes are related to um, hurts in the past or stress or trauma, even my I have my like ulcer sometimes, but it's actually related again to to stress and every time I think of <laughs> you know um, a, a, a memory a memory in the past it acts up so it's it's related it is it is i believe that it's related and there's research also that shows that it is it really is
0: i absolutely agree i, I am a proponent of that i believe that when we uh become one with ourself and one with our body and we treat our body the way that we're supposed to treat our body then it we train it to heal itself, you know that that's just what I honestly believe, and I feel like sometimes when we haven't taken care of it, it like kind of opens the door. It's kinda like you know you leave home, you uh leave your door on a crack, somebody comes in, you know now you're mad because somebody came in, they took. Your big screen TV, they took some of your valuables, but the reality is, you know, we kind of left that door open. So that's the kind of mindset that I have with it. That's why I wanted to ask, you know, your thoughts around it, because I just don't believe that we understand how powerful we really are. Like, I don't think that we really do understand the power that lies within us. Okay, this is great. This is great. This is great. This is great. (laughs) Um, you talked about how you, uh, I think you said you work with teens.
1: Yes. Training. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Training teens. What has that experience been like for you pre, uh, well, you're in the Philippines. So I don't know how has, uh, the pandemic affected you guys over there.
1: Mm, okay. Um, you know, this business, this, um, so I'm, I'm now a trainer and a coach consultant. I actually started last year just. Okay last you know just last year um and um i when i messaged you before i said you know i wanted to talk about how losing my dream job actually yes. made me led me to my led me to my purpose and um what do you call this it was a like we were talking about mindset earlier so it was mm-hmm. a mindset thing for me and that's what i wanted to share to the teens. I wanted that's I want that's what I wanted to share with entrepreneurs, because if that was if I was able, so I will share. Um, I had this message from my boss, April four, two thousand twenty. You know when you get the message, we have to talk. <laughs> you know that there's something wrong, right? Like it with whether it's in a relationship, or with family, or, whatever, or with friends. When you receive a message, we have to talk. You know that's there's something wrong. So we were not really. Um, um, seeing eye to eye with how we want to move the business forward. I mean, she's the owner, but I have have like some suggestions for her. And so when we had the talk, that's April 24, April 4. And then April April 23, I was already um, training teams. So it was really, you know, um, a matter of, of weeks. And I realized that what changed was my mindset. And when I started training, that is what I wanted to share. The reason why I targeted teams immediately because of the impact. If I chose um, to do one-on-ones um, or small groups, it would not have that same impact. And I wanted to share it with as many people as I can because it was it it, it is what helped me. It is what helped me pivot in such a short time. And at that time. People like my friends, my former colleagues, um, family, they were asking for help. How are we going to transition to digital? What is Facebook? What is Instagram? How do we do this? I don't know how to navigate. Just the thought of Facebook makes me want to throw up, you know, and it's a mindset. The reason why they are feeling that way, because that's what they tell themselves. And so when I, you know, when every time I, I, um, I do trainings, I start with that. I I ask them. I say, you know what, guys? Before I even talk to you about what Facebook is, whatever I'm gonna say about Facebook, if you are not ready to receive it, if your mindset is still where it was, where you resisted, it's not gonna change anything. So I tell them to start with mindset, reframe, reimagine, and you know, be grateful that you still have jobs. Be grateful that you're here because I am able to train you. And, um, working with teams uh, helped a lot also to give me the kind of following that, uh, that I have now that where they're, you know, um, very loyal, <laughs> very loyal because, um, they know that I just don't teach them, uh, tactics or strategies. I teach them, it's like a more holistic, uh, training for the teams and for their leaders. So that's what I actually do now. Um so I it's I started with teams and now because some of those want to work with me on a more um personal and more, you know, um intimate. So I have co teams of five. So five uh five entrepreneurs, five sellers, five business owners that I work with really closely um, to really shape and, um, help their, their businesses.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That that's great because I feel like teenagers need that at that age. Like I say that over here all the time as well. I don't think we prepare our kids for purpose. You know what I'm saying? I I feel like many times they're prepared to do the nine to five. They're prepared to do the corporate America. They're prepared for those things, but very rarely are they prepared for if their purpose goes against that. So I like how you shared your story about, you know, getting fired, you know, uh, (laughs) having that experience led you to purpose because people need to understand that sometimes purpose does not come by way of fairy tales. (laughs) You know, there are some sacrifices that have to take place. You are, you're being introduced to something new. As you said, while ago, you have to be very courageous to be willing to do that. You have to go against the norm. And sometimes you have to take a situation that you feels, you feel sucks and turn it in to the greatest experience of your life. And that's what it seems that you have done with that experience that you had. Now, here's what I do want to ask you, though. You've been in corporate, in the corporate world. You know, now you're you're doing the training. You're an entrepreneur. You're doing all of those things. What were some of the lessons that you took from the corporate world that you were able to incorporate into what you do now?
1: Um, I was with advertising and marketing. So oh, one, is, okay, one is um, when you're in advertising and in marketing, you treat the business as if it's your own. You have accountability to your clients, and that is what I take now with me with the clients that I work with. It is as if it's my business, and I have a stake in it so even if um technically i have i only have two years of um entrepreneurial uh, experience with my first business i have 20 years of taking care of my clients businesses that i take with me now so that's one i am also um for uh for a while for When I was younger, I was an account executive and it's still related to taking care of your clients. Mm -hmm. I know how to manage clients, like, you know, manage up and down the relationship with them and what, what makes them tick, what, um, angers them. So I take that also with me when I do my, my, uh, coaching, when I do my coaching clients. The third thing is, um, Marketing and advertising, you have to have confidence, even if sometimes yes. you have to really dig deep, in, yes. <laughs> dig deep and, you know, put yourself in that situation where you have to be confident. And I take that with me when I do my um, speaking engagements, my trainings. And so those are the those are the three um, that I that I take with me now.
0: Great. Now, let's talk about confidence because a lot of people there, uh when it comes to entrepreneurship, when it comes to public speaking, when it comes to doing something that they haven't been accustomed to doing, that confidence level sometimes seems to take a hit. How do you continue to build that confidence within yourself?
1: Okay. In neurolinguistic programming, we're heavy on intention. We're heavy on intent. What gives me confidence every time, all the time, even, even as I talk to you now, is that my intention is good. My intention is to share my story. My intention is to inspire. My intention is to share whatever I know. And if you believe that that intention is for the good of many more people um you'll do fine that i think is what will give you confidence because you're not doing anything wrong you're actually doing the world a favor by being confident
0: absolutely absolutely listen we're coming to the end of our conversation I personally feel this has been a great conversation. I've really enjoyed it. So here's what I wanted, want to give you the opportunity to, to do. I want you to give everyone your social media handles, your website, where they can find out more information about you. Give them as much information as you desire to. Okay.
1: So um, please follow me on Facebook, um, Valerie Fisher. So that's Valerie, F-I-S-H-E-R on Facebook and www.valeriefisher.net. Since actually it's April, I don't know when this will air, but um, April is a big month for me because April was when I lost my job. April is um, when I started this new business and April is also my birthday. So I have an anniversary, oh, wow. slash, <laughs> uh, so anniversary slash birthday sale. So, When you go to my website, I have a you know, I have a sale there. It's actually all of everything on my website that's twelve hours of training for only fifty seven dollars. It's like a, you know, it's really like a it's really like a giveaway because it's it's my way of thanking the universe, thanking everyone who just, you know, supported me from the start of this business. And if you wanna also follow me, I have um the five, because I, I'm an entrepreneur and I know how it feels. So I have, um, I, I will share the link later, five ways on how to bootstrap your digital business. Mm. Because I know how it feels. <laughs> I know how it That's feels fair. to start again. So I'm sharing with you all of my strategies and tactics on how to do that. That's me. So I hope you uh, support my anniversary and birthday sale.
0: Awesome. Well, happy anniversary, happy birthday, many, 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 more much great success, continuous success. And the last question I want to ask you is this, and what I'll do is I'll make sure that all your links are also in the show description as well. So guys, you have no excuse not to support because all you have to do is click where it's hyperlink but if you okay no, not but if you <laughs> you've given us a lot throughout this conversation. If everyone was to forget everything that you said, what would be one thing that you would like for them to take away from the show?
1: Have courage. Courage. Courage is what will bring is what will bring you to your best self. It's the courage to dream. It's the courage to take that one step. It's the courage to move. You know, when I started my business, it was my courage to ask. I asked my friend, you know what? You want me to do the training for you? I will only charge this much. It was that courage to ask him. And that's what started this whole this whole business. And that's actually what I think I'm all about. Um, you know, my why is to inspire courage to create change. Because for me, it's, it's when you take that first step that you will be able to create changes in your life, professional or personal.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Guys, there you have it, Courage. And here's what I want you to do, listening audience. I want you to text Courage to 302-648-5544. Again, 302-648-5544. Text the word Courage. That's gonna give you an opportunity to enter for the drawing at the end of the month. Listen, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening, listening to the show. And Valerie, I want to thank you for coming on and not just coming on the show, but sharing so freely. Uh, It's one thing to come on a show and, have a conversation, but to be willing to have a free conversation where you're willing to give so freely is, is truly amazing. So I want to thank you for that. I know that our listening audience has taken away a lot from this episode. So thank you again, listening audience. Thank you again. As I always say, (laughs) Oh, no problem. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. As I always say, listening audience, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to wwwcliftonpettijohncom forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the co- your personal copy of from stagnation to transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21 day jumpstart to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation.